This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. podcast welcome back to unwinding i am your new unofficial but official best friend so hi how are we doing um i'm doing great thank you i just got a manicure and i'm really happy about it and i just had a protein shake so like i'm nice and full right now it was really good so it's just us today okay it's just you and me and ollie kicking it in the studio I honestly love these solo episodes because I feel like, I don't know, I just feel like we get so close, you know? Like, I feel like we get so intimate and we just, like, go to new levels. I guess I, like, get really intimate with you, Um, but this is, like, therapy for me, you know? So, like, thank you. Honestly, thank you. Um, And hopefully you learn from my mishaps and my stories and my rambles, and I'm really excited. So, okay, I didn't have this planned this week, okay? So we had a different episode for today or for tomorrow, well, I'm recording this on Wednesday, but, like, you're listening Thursday, so, like, yes, for today, I had a different episode, but I got such great feedback from you guys yesterday because I asked, like, you know, what episodes you were loving, what do you need more of, what, you know, I just want to make sure I'm giving you guys what you want because that's, that's what we're here for, you know, and you guys love these solo episodes, which makes me so fucking happy and, like, slight, makes me feel slightly confused because I, you know, it's just, it's a lot of me, you know? But anyway, I mean, thank you. And like, I'm happy and I love hanging out with you. So I'm glad the feeling is mutual. I'm glad we're on the same page. Um, no, so you guys want me to talk about a lot of different things. You guys want me to talk about anxiety. You guys want me to talk about fucking comp, uh, uh, what did I just say? Feeling confident. I'm like very caffeinated. So it's like my brain is going 5,000 miles an hour and it's like, I can't keep up, you know? So bear with me. But um, yeah, there's a lot of things you guys want me to talk about. And I just, I don't know, I got so inspired reading your responses that I was like, you know what? I'm going to give you what you want right now. I'm going to give you what you need to hear. So, okay, enough with the intro. Um, Let's get into it. So, um, 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 let's do this. So, okay, someone asked me, we're going to start it off with a juicy cue, okay? Someone asked me, have you ever, and I want to talk about this because we've never talked about this on the podcast. Someone asked, have you ever hooked up with a guy? And like I always tell you guys, I say guy because I am interested in men, but feel free to, you know, adjust this accordingly, okay? So she asked, have you ever hooked up with a guy and felt empty, gross like you shouldn't have done it but you did it anyway she kind of gave me the backstory which I'm not going to share with you because it was personal um but basically it was that it was like hooking up with someone feeling like you shouldn't have done it um feeling regretful of a past hookup or maybe moving too quickly I love this question because have I been there okay um the answer to this is absolutely yes hookup regret is so real 
Okay. And I've been there. I've been there more than once. Unfortunately, mom, stop listening now. Okay. Let me tell you, this is such a horrible fucking feeling. Like I feel you because it's not, it just, it feels like shit. So I've definitely hooked up with someone and then felt regretful of doing so for a variety of reasons. Maybe, you know, like I said, it's been more than once. Maybe because I realized like that's all he wanted or maybe because I realized that's all I wanted or maybe because I just didn't enjoy it. Maybe I didn't feel confident and, you know, um, maybe I just didn't feel my best and, um, maybe I realized I didn't want to move that fast, but I did it anyway. Yes. Yes. I've been there. Okay. The lesson here and what I can tell you is we cannot go back and undo what we did. Like literally can't. So there is no point in dwelling on it because there's nothing that can be done. So let's try to navigate the situation. Let's try to navigate these feelings. Let's be curious about why we're feeling the way we're feeling. Like, why are you feeling regretful? truthfully why like are you feeling like that because you realize you don't like him as much okay cool you don't like him as much now you know you can now you can move on and make space for someone you do like in your life okay um or if it's the other way around maybe you realize all he wanted was sex or he just isn't into you well like yes that sucks and it's a shitty feeling rejection is not fun we're going to talk about rejection in this episode too but it's almost like it's almost like you have to be like, okay, well, now I know. Now I know and I'm not going to be wasting my time on someone when the feeling isn't mutual. I know it sucks, but it's like just one of those things where it's like now you know and now you know better. Um, do you feel like shit because you feel guilty of moving too fast? Um, because that's happened to me before just because, you know, I think there's still definitely a double standard when men move too fast. I think there is no such thing. Like, if anything, we're, like, shocked when men move slowly. We're like, what the fuck? Like, he's not into me. Like, there must be something wrong, right? Because it's very normal and um, more accepted, I feel like, when just guys act like guys. Which I I hate the double standard because what does that even mean? Like, don't even get me started. Um, When women have sex, their hoes are promiscuous or whatever. And it's like, the double standard just drives me insane. So, if you're feeling bad about that, just remind yourself, like... As long as you are doing something that you want to do and, you know, hopefully safely and always with consent, then it's okay. You know, like don't let stupid societal standards like dictate your feelings. I'm just saying that's a whole other conversation, you know? Maybe you're feeling bad about the hookup because he didn't act the way you wanted after. That's on him and I know annoying that you gave him the pledge of spending intimate time with you, but the reality is he showed you his true intentions and it's a very much, it's very much a thank you next situation, you know? It's kind of like you're either gonna appreciate me or fuck off kindly, (laughs) you know what I mean? But in all seriousness, yes, I've been there. It sucks. Be be gentle with yourself. Um, Be curious about like why exactly you're feeling bad there's always a lesson, okay? I don't mean to get so, like, deep with everything, but, like, that's just the kind of bitch I am. I overthink everything, and I overanalyze everything, but the good part of that is that I always, like, find a lesson in anything, (laughs) literally anything that happens. I can, like, really, like, reflect and find something to take from it, so be curious about why you're feeling like shit. Don't punish yourself for something that you did because it already happened. We learn, we do better, and that's it. Okay, that's it on that. Um, okay, I want to talk about this episode's gonna be all over the place as much as mo- God, I 
can't even talk as most of my solos are because we're just going to talk about all kinds of shit okay so I want to talk about something that's been on my mind recently and that's caring too much let's put too much in um air quotes okay I have a love-hate relationship with how much I care about things about people um I consider myself an empath and I'm an extremely (laughs) sensitive bitch so basically I can and I do pick up people's energies and sometimes I carry them as my own which is something I'm working on um I feel people's pain to like an extreme extent to the point where where it will literally disrupt my whole day even if it's like something I witnessed and it's a complete stranger like I just I just feel a lot of things you know um I think once I realized I was like this um which was like yesterday (laughs) No, but it was, like, very recently, um, as I have become more in tune with myself. Um, once I realized I was like this is when I started to be a little bit more cautious and almost, like, selective of where I was going, who I was spending my time with, etc. And I started feeling less bad for saying no to things that I just was like, I don't have the energy for this, or I know this is going to drain me. Um, or it's going to saturate me and I just, I can't, I can't help you, you know? So I also feel like this sounds like super woo woo, but like, if you know what I mean, then you know what I mean. I just feel a lot of feelings like the girl in Mean Girls, like truly, I really do have a shit ton of feelings. And that is something that I keep discovering more and more as I grow up. Um, I feel so much and it's honestly draining and exhausting and sometimes feels so heavy because I wish I could just like be chill and go with the flow, but I've just never been that kind of person. I either don't care at all or I care way too much. I either don't like someone or I'm obsessed. It's just how I've always been. Um, it's really black and white and I don't like it. Like, believe me, I don't like being this way. I'm constantly working with my therapist in the hopes of finding gray just like a little bit of gray in my life would be really nice um so why am I sharing this with you it's I'm sharing this because I mentioned something like this in a few episodes and I got so many messages of a lot of you telling me like oh my god I'm the same way and I think to wrap this up because I know I went on a tangent as fucking always as usual something that bothers me is that it's like cool to not care and I'm glad we're like changing this narrative I feel like we are changing this narrative people are kind of snapping out of that like bullshit behavior of like I don't give a fuck I'm just gonna do that like it's just not cool like I am not that person I've tried to be I have been and it's just not who I am I care and I care a lot and if that makes me emotional sensitive whatever you want to call it great like I just hate that it became a trend to not care, to be cold, like, I don't know, I just, I don't like it, um, I don't like it, and I'm sorry if anyone ever made you feel bad about caring too much, you know, that's definitely happened to me, and all I can say to that is, like, keep caring, like, your heart is beautiful, caring is so cool, just make sure you're caring about the right things, the right people, the right situations, care and care a lot, but also care about yourself and just, I don't even know what's like, I don't even know what the point of this was, but hopefully, hopefully you feel me. Okay. Okay. The next thing we're going to talk about is anxiety and we're going to talk about what's in my anxiety toolbox right now. So this is something that my therapist started to, um, 
say to me when we started seeing each other is like we need to build up your toolbox so that when you feel anxious you have different things that you can turn to that will make you feel better and that will soothe how you're feeling and that will hopefully calm your anxiety you know so we're constantly adding different things to the toolbox um sometimes certain things don't work in certain situations sometimes not nothing I have in my fucking toolbox works that happens too but I think it's just important to have some things in there that you can turn to and that you can at least try so like I said yeah um you guys asked me about anxiety and um I guess it's something that a lot of us need to hear myself included so it inspired me because I like the question inspired me and just like hearing people's responses inspired me because I've had a little bit of a change of heart recently um okay maybe not a change of heart but like a new way of looking at things so I saw my psychiatrist the other day and I hadn't seen her in like four months we're not really tight like she's great but we're not close I don't see her often because you know she helps me with my medication and our sessions are very it's like a 30 minute thing and assuming things are going well we really don't have a reason to meet so anyway we met last week because I had a check-in um just to see how things were going she ended up giving me like really great advice and well in my opinion it was really great advice and I'm going to share it with you maybe it's nothing revolutionary but I you know I don't know I just appreciated the way she phrased it all and it was actually very helpful to hear so as with everything I say take what you need and leave the rest hopefully there's something in here that will help you the next time you're feeling anxious or you have an anxious thought and you know anxiety is not a um like I can't tell you one thing that's going to fix it right like I do five million things every day to work on my anxiety medication included so just keep that in mind I know we're all different we all have we all have different needs and we all have different struggles Um, but hopefully these are just some tools that you can incorporate so we talked about how recently my appetite and my anxiety have not been getting along at all so let me clarify in previous seasons of my life I would refer to food kind of as a way to cope with my feelings and with my anxious thoughts I would turn to food it was comforting it was soothing I know that sounds weird but if you get it's like one of those things if you get it you get it Um, lately, however, that has absolutely not been the case. And I think it might be for a number of reasons, namely because I've been working on my relationship with food for the past year and maybe because I have been less restrictive. My body doesn't feel the need to turn to food all the time anymore. Crazy how that works, right? If you allow yourself to like eat and fulfill your cravings, the cravings go away. I'm being sarcastic because for years of my life, I would never do this and let me know we're good so anyway back to the point I haven't been turning to food lately at all it doesn't dictate my life I don't really think about it until I like need to eat I don't really romanticize it anymore it holds little weight in my life at the moment no pun intended it's just kind of food to me it's just something that I you know I love it I am so excited to eat when it's time to eat and it makes me feel good it gives me energy but that's it um wait what the fuck sorry I can never like stick to the subject this is not the point so lately when I have been feeling anxious food is the last thing I want I've been having a hard time like even wanting to eat and I've never been that person like 
I've never been that person that is like, I just like, I, I'm not like, I'm always hungry. A bitch is always down to eat. I fucking love food. Okay. I'm never that person. Um, and I told my psychiatrist, like, it's very frustrating because I know that I need to eat and I feel better when I eat. And I, right now I have like certain fitness goals that require me to eat. And some days I just can't when I'm very anxious and I have knots in my stomach and I just, I said to her, like, you could literally prepare a buffet of all my favorite foods in the world and I wouldn't want any of it. And that's saying a lot, okay? It's wild. So that's where we had a chat about my medication and then she went in to give me some tips. So she said, okay, we need to work on not letting these anxious thoughts crawl into your mind and recognize them the second they are walking in. Because I told her that I have the ability to go from being in a great mood to a complete anxious wreck with absolutely zero appetite with my stomach in fucking knots in a matter of seconds when nothing has happened. Nothing has happened, but my mind has completely taken over and one thought has completely infiltrated my mind and convinced me that there's something wrong. And that's what's been happening lately. That's how my my anxiety has been manifesting lately. And so she said, you know, it's really hard to take yourself out of that situation once you're already like, once you've already done the convincing and you're already like no appetite, knots in your stomach, like it's so hard to get yourself out of there. So we need to work on stopping the thought as soon as it arrives. So how the fuck do we do that? Well, it's obviously easier said than done and it will be situational, but she told me the next time you have a thought, okay? Like, the next time you have a thought that is creeping in that you just know is about to, like, go fucking nowhere and it's starting to make you feel anxious, you have to recognize that, A, it is just that, a thought, okay? There's no B. (laughs) So, recognize that it's a thought. Ask yourself, is this factual? Like, is this based on facts? Is it something I know for sure or does it have actual, like, no factual basis. Ooh, that rhymed. Is it simply a thought that I'm having? You need to make the distinction. Literally sit with yourself and speak it out if you have to or journal it and make the distinction because it's really easy to get carried away with your thoughts when you're just sitting there in your head. It's so much easier to pinpoint when you're not being quite rational. If you're sitting there and literally writing all of your thoughts out. It'll be easier to like pinpoint something, you know? And if the thought is not based on facts and yet is just something we believe, then you need to tell yourself that. You, you need to say, this is not a fact, okay? I am disregarding this because it is not true. There is nothing to back this thought up. It's not factual. Therefore, I have no time for this bullshit. Goodbye. So, It's a lot about like being aware of the thoughts that you're having and making sure that what you're allowing in your mind are thoughts that are true and that are going to help you and that are going to, you know, carry you through your day. Not shit that's like just thoughts that you're having that are completely made up that are going to make you spiral, okay? I know this is easier said than done, but like I appreciated her telling me like you it's really hard to take yourself out of the shitty feeling once you're already like knee deep into it. But let's try and be more aware of the thoughts as soon as they're entering our minds. So the second thing she told me that I loved was she was like, Lisa. I was like, yes. (laughs) 
<laughs> she said, you keep talking about my anxiety this and I'm so anxious and et cetera, et cetera. And you know, you really, she was like, you really have come to claim your anxiety as part of your own. And while I understand that it is a, that it is a part of you and I understand that, that it is something very prominent in your life, it's not all of you. Like you are so much more than anxiety. You are so much more than your anxious thoughts. You are not your anxiety. You deal with anxious thoughts. You deal with anxiety, but you are not anxiety. You are a 28-year-old badass bitch. She didn't say that, but um, you know, everything else. <laughs> um, and it, I think this is so true with anything we're claiming. Um, and I think it just goes back to like rephrasing the way that we talk to ourselves, rephrasing the way that we think about ourselves, rephrasing the narrative that we tell ourselves. You know, I am so like big on words and the words that I say to myself and the words that I say out loud about myself and to myself, just, you know, I think it's so important. And I I don't think we realize how important they are. So just because I deal with anxiety does not mean that I am anxiety. It doesn't have to be my identity. Um, I don't know, just like a little reminder to you that you are a beautiful human being with struggles. We all have struggles, but you are not your struggles. You feel me? One of the last questions she asked me in our session was, if you were at a restaurant and they brought you a steak that was not cooked the way you asked, would you eat it? And I said, no, like especially not a steak because a bitch is so picky about my steaks and my proteins and don't kill me, but like I need a steak well done. Like if there's if there's even an ounce of something pink coming out of my steak, I will feel unwell and uneasy and I will not be able to eat it. Like I'll I'll like literally send it back and I won't be able to eat it. I don't know why I'm like this, but like I like my chicken and my steak to be like borderline burnt, like burn that bitch. Um <laughs> So yes, I was like, no, I would not eat it. I would kindly send it back. And she said, okay, that is how you have to think about a negative thought entering your body. Think about it like something negative, something destructive, something toxic. Don't let it enter your space. Don't let it enter your body. And I was like, wow, okay, a little intense, but like, I'm honestly going to try to do that. And I have been doing that and I've had many thoughts that I know won't serve me whatsoever. And I've literally pictured them as a rare piece of steak. And I, and I've been like, "Mm -mm. (laughs) no, thank you. Um, but literally it's like, why would I do that? Why would I allow shitty thoughts to like infiltrate my mind and my day? And of course this, this shit is hard because it's all in our heads. It's a mental battle. It's so tough, you know? So I know it's, I feel like all this is easier said than done, but she told me the more I do this and the the more that I strengthen this muscle and the more that I practice controlling these thoughts, the better at it I will get. And the more that I do it, it will become a natural response to these kinds of thoughts. So that's what I'm working on is just trying to be consistent in having discernment about is this just a thought or is this a fact? And then also being able to recognize when a thought is not going to serve me whatsoever and not letting it have any real estate in my mind. And honestly, like when it comes to anxious thoughts, I know sometimes it's so fucking tough, like I said, and there isn't a quick fix. There isn't a one size fits all. I know that. I wish there were. 
I wish there was, I don't know. Um, but like I said, or maybe I haven't said this, I, I like to fill up my toolbox with anything that I think will help me. Okay. So I guess to wrap this little question segment up is just fill up your toolbox with things that'll help you or things that you want to try can be so many different things. What works for me might not work for you and that's fine. Just find things that you can turn to so that when you are feeling shitty and when you are feeling anxious, you know that you, you know, you're not alone. Like you have things that you can do that will help you. So I hope this was helpful and let's move on. But first I have to go pee. Okay, we're back. How do you see, how do you deal with rejection? How do you see rejection as a good thing? So let's be real. Nobody likes to be rejected um, that I know of, at least. Rejection blows. It's like one of my biggest fears of life. I hate feeling rejected. It crumbles me. It affects my self-worth. It makes me so self-conscious. It fucks with my confidence. It's just not fun. It's not a good time, but it's a part of life, right? It's simply a part of life, and I think it's, you know... It'll feel shitty for a while, depending on what it is and what rejection you're facing, but eventually you will be okay. So, if you are experiencing some kind of rejection in your life, here are five things to to remember. Sorry, I'm like, I can't talk. Okay. Number one, you don't want something or someone that doesn't want you. We want feelings to be mutual, okay? So, remember that. Number two, if you're feeling shitty because of experiencing rejection, there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing to fix. You are experiencing sadness and guess what? That means you are a human. There's nothing wrong with you. Feel it out. Feel the feelings and give your like give yourself space to feel these feelings. It's okay. And it's actually important to feel them out because if you never address them and you just suppress them, they will come back okay? They will come back. Trust me. Number three, it won't be like this forever. So I want you to think about something in your life that you never thought you would get over. Do you have that? Do you have it in your mind? You got over it, right? Cool. Amazing. You will get over this too, whatever this is. And if this is like the first real rejection you're ever experiencing in your life, then hi welcome to the club this is a thing called life and i promise it will only make you stronger and there is always something to be learned from every situation number four going with that last thought if something didn't work out for you it was not meant for you and i know this is like people say this all the time and maybe you're rolling your eyes at me but like i just fucking firmly believe this if something isn't working out like it's not meant to happen. I hate like pressuring shit and forcing things like forced situations never work out for me. So, you know, instead of wondering like, oh, why did this happen to me? Why didn't this work out? Try to reframe that and ask yourself like, okay, what can I learn from this? What is this like teaching me? What can I take from the situation? Because, you know, whatever happened, whatever situation you're in that didn't work out, it didn't work out. So let's, let's at least try to get some lessons from these experiences because I firmly believe that life is always teaching us things, no matter how big or small. And number five, 
Experiencing any degree of rejection means that you put yourself out there in some capacity. You put yourself in the arena and it didn't work out. Be fucking proud of yourself because every time we put ourselves out there, we are risking it not working out that it can be whatever it is that you're, you know, putting yourself out there for. I don't know. I don't know your life. Okay. And just because it didn't work out doesn't mean you can't put yourself out there again. Life is not meant to be rainbows and butterflies, though that would be really fucking nice. It isn't. So be proud of yourself for putting yourself out there, for getting outside of your comfort zone. That is you being courageous. That is you growing. That is you being a badass bitch. And choosing courage over comfort will always be so much more rewarding. Maybe not in the moment if you're re- feeling reject- rejected in some capacity, but eventually it will always be more rewarding because you learn. And when you learn, you just get wiser and stronger and then you do better and it's just the best. And by the way, I have to credit Brene Brown for the um, choosing courage over comfort thing because that is entirely her verbiage and I fucking love her and she's a queen and I just adore her. Oh, and number six, you get a bonus one. Rejection is redirection. And I know you see that all all over Pinterest and I feel annoying even saying it, but it's true. We don't want anything that doesn't want us. Something better will come. Something else will come and and that something else will help explain why that first thing didn't work out in the first place. How do you feel more confident right now? How to feel more confident right now? How How to cultivate confidence? How to be more confident in general? So I love this topic because it's something that I am working on every single day. And it's something, it's an, it was a very popular answer when I asked you guys what you needed to hear. A lot of you said confidence, confidence, confidence. And in my experience, confidence is a muscle. I think it's something that we choose. It is something that we build. It is something that we foster. It is a choice. It is a mindset. And I think it is something that can 100% be developed, be strengthened, and be cultivated. So if you're listening to this right now and you don't feel confident at all, I got you. Okay, you came to the right place. Let's workshop it or let's start to um, because there's a lot to this and I promise I will keep including these little segments in future episodes because I, I honestly need them myself and it's something that I'm working on every day as I mentioned. So I'm gonna like just go through a little list of things that you can implement into your life right now that will hopefully help you with confidence and again there's so much to this okay there's so much to this it doesn't happen every day um, overnight and you need to put in the work okay but it is so attainable so this list is in no particular order just saying okay first thing first first things first let's do some affirmations okay start saying nice shit to yourself every single day I don't care if you think this is woo woo it can't hurt it really can't Look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself that you are a boss-ass confident bitch or whatever. Maybe something nicer than that. How many times have I said bitch in this episode? I'm sorry. I say it with love, okay? You guys know that. Or write it down. Write down nice things about yourself and keep doing this until you start to believe it. Another thing that I think is huge is take inventory of who and what you're consuming, okay? So like, follow people and consume content that is inspiring to you that makes you feel motivated that makes you feel happy that makes you feel driven that educates you that energizes you I think this is huge and on the same note it's like think about who are you surrounding yourself with in your life so like 
who are your friends who are the people that you're interacting with the most make sure it's people who uplift you who are driven like i said who are hyping you up just like hopefully you're hyping them up so i guess it's more just like make sure your squad or whatever is full of people that are on your same page you feel me the next thing is i love this so keep and value appointments with yourself and you're probably like what the fuck does this mean so okay I think you start to build confidence with yourself when you consistently do the things that you tell yourself you're going to do. And this is going to vary for everyone, you know, whatever those things are, but whether it's, you know, going to that workout class that you signed up for, or finally starting a new business that you want to do, or, you know, telling yourself that you want to drink lemon water first thing in the morning, or that you want to read 10 minutes a day, like whatever it is, I don't care what it is. Like it can be the smallest thing. It's just about keeping yourself accountable with yourself and building that repertoire with yourself and showing up for yourself. And the more you do this, you're going to start to build more confidence with yourself. The next one, I feel like I should have made this one first, but I said no particular order. And this one is going to, you know, you just have to hear me out, but get to know yourself. Like literally think about the way that you describe yourself to yourself think about the narrative that you tell yourself about your life and the qualities that you have be honest with yourself about about the things you tell yourself you can't do so like your limitations are they actual limitations or are they just thoughts that you're allowing to live rent free in your mind so be curious about all this and like really get to know yourself allow yourself to acknowledge everything you're good at compliment yourself be proud of yourself there's nothing wrong with that it doesn't make you conceited it doesn't it's no it's you know it's just about recognizing shit you're good at and being proud of yourself i don't think there's anything wrong with that i'm not saying you're going to walk around and be this like super braggy piece of shit like hell no that's not what i'm saying but I think I started becoming more confident when I started becoming my own friend. And I know that sounds so cliche, but it's like, it's a daily thing. Some days I can't stand myself, okay? But like with any relationship, the one with yourself is not going to be perfect. It's not going to be linear. But I think the more self-aware you are and the more that you truly get to know yourself, the good parts, the bad parts, and all the parts, the more confidence you'll be able to cultivate with yourself. Also, I'm just going to throw this one in here. I didn't write this down, but I just thought about it. Like, learning something always makes me feel more confident. I love learning. I love being curious. I love teaching people new things. I love when people teach me new things. I love reading. I love even just, like, reading a quick little article about something. I love podcasts. I love learning about people. I just... Learning always just makes me feel inspired, and when I feel inspired, I feel confident. I don't know why, but it just that's how that's how my brain works. And lastly, you know, the reason why I think people might say that confidence is a choice and I think I used to get very frustrated when I would hear that because I'd be like, well, it's not like I'm choosing not to be confident, but I was. I just didn't realize that I was, but I really was because there's so much that like goes into this and there's so much like underlying stuff behind this. But I think the reason why people say that confidence is a choice is because it truly is so much about mindset. And mindset mindset is a choice, but it does require so much work. And, you know, I also just want to um, note that, like, I know that a lot of people, myself included, have, like, different mental struggles. And that is also hard. And that also fucks with my confidence. Like, when I'm very anxious, forget it. I'm, I have no confidence. 
Um, so I just want to make sure I don't, um, not mention that because I know that that is something that is very real. Okay. But I'm just saying something that helps me with my mindset is perspective. I don't, I don't think this will work for everyone, but it really works for me. So like I think about all of the incredible things and blessings that I have in my life. So I think about my mom, I think about my health, my mom's health, my beautiful and perfect dog, um, having a roof over my head, etc. Like I think about all of these things and how absolutely precious life is. I, not to get sad, but I lost my dad when I was 18 and it was fucking brutal. And, you know, just even thinking about how low I've felt before in my life makes me so appreciative of where I am now. And it reminds me that life is so short and so unexpected like so unexpected like truly that's why I'm always like talking about gratitude is because I'm just I just am grateful for today and what I have today you know what I mean and so when I think about these things and when I think about what I'm grateful for and and when I think about putting things in perspective I realize like life is so short like why do I want to spend my life not being confident in myself and not being my own friend and not being proud of myself and not going after the things that I want, you know? And I know that's sometimes easier said than done. Believe me, I know that. It's taken me a really long time to like finally, I feel like I'm finally starting to believe in myself and it's, we have a long way to go, okay? So I just want to make sure you, you, you know that because I don't want to sit here and be like preachy because if anything, I need to hear all this so much too. Um, but these are just some things that help me and that I think about and that I've been trying to focus on lately. So, you know, all of this, like I said a million times, easier said than done. It's work. You got to put in the work and do it daily, but you can do it. Baby steps, small steps, and all of these little things add up. I promise you, they might seem woo-woo or they might seem dumb to you or they might seem like they're not going to work, but at the end of the day, our minds are so powerful and I feel like we truly, we can do so many things if we just control the way that we think and control what we let affect us and control... I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that, to be honest with you, because, like, some some days I can't control shit. So, like, I don't even know what I meant to say, but the point is... <laughs> I don't know what the point is. Okay, I don't know what it is. I guess that's it, okay? We will continue talking about confidence because there's so much that goes into it, and I'm learning every day, and I'm trying new things every day to feel more confident in myself, and I am just trying to always work on being my friend, and being my own friend, and being my own friend does not, why did I just say that twice? (laughs) Being my own friend does not mean that I love everything about myself. It does not mean that I like everything about myself. It doesn't mean that there aren't things that I know I need to work on. It doesn't mean any of that. It just means that I acknowledge the shit that I don't like about myself, that I am aware of my limitations, that I am aware of what I'm good at, that I am aware of the things I'm not good at and need to work on. Um, you know, but like you are with your friends, you hype them up, you cheer them on, you help them, you talk to them, you, (laughs) you know what I mean, right? Okay, I'm gonna like wrap this up. Um, We're gonna wrap it up here. I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope there was something in here that 
was valuable to you and I just love talking to you guys just one-on-one you know just you and me I really do and it makes me so happy that you guys enjoy the solo episodes so let me know what resonated from this episode let me know what you needed to hear let me know how you're doing I really need to drink water can you guys hear my voice yes please let me know how you're doing I genuinely care hit a girl up and say hello tag me in your stories if you're listening it makes my day I love you guys be nice to yourself have a beautiful weekend Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.